Rainbow Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. I'm gonna post that video. I'm gonna, I'm gonna repost that video. Yeah, for sure. You got me hyped. That video, that was like a hype video, bro. I want people to just, uh, you know, move, be active, man. Yeah. Oh, well, we're gonna get into that, bro. Acércate la mic, el mic a poquito Perfect, bro. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican Podcast. Brought to you by the friendly people, the local people, Grasshopper. Opening day is coming soon. I know their brick and mortar is getting set up. They got our back and we got theirs. Whatever you need, reach out, ghbuds.com. They'll take care of you. Delivery or pickup soon. Today, no manches, bro. I just met this dude. I just met this dude, but I work at UPS in the mornings. And I swear, man, I swear, your number one fan works at UPS with me. El Compita Tapia, he's always like, hey, bro, you got to have Hector on. I was like, all right, cool, let's, let's make it work. You got to have Hector on. I was like, well, what's Hector all about? And he's like, no, no, no. I want, <laughs> I, want, I want you to talk to him like you do yeah. and just sit down and just like get at it with him. I said, bro, he's from Chula Vista. He worked at UPS. He's doing amazing shit. Say no more. Let's do it. Yeah. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we have Hector Rodriguez here from Chula Vista. That's right. Bienvenido champion. Yeah. A little quick uh, background from the only things I know. Okay. And this yeah. is how and this is how I like it. Yeah. Like not knowing, just getting to know each other. Quick conversation turns into a, like an epic show. Hell yeah. Hector Rodriguez, you are from Chula Vista. Yes, sir. Hector Rodriguez, you enjoy pushing your body to the outer limits. Hundred percent. Hector Rodriguez, you're gonna do some insane shit in the next few months, bro gonna be our year that's for oh sure. my god an ultra athlete yeah tell me a little bit about yourself brother man so uh like you said i'm from san diego uh specifically chula vista uh just a guy that two three years ago uh found the ultra world um it's a crazy world bro it's it's super crazy man i i it's been a wild journey, man. And I owe a lot of it to David Goggins. Um, a big I, name in that community. Big <laughs> name, man. I remember, uh, I, I'll share how I got started, man. I remember <clears throat> I was flying. So I left UPS, as you mentioned, and I went to go work for Amazon. And working for Amazon, uh, I didn't want to move to Seattle. They gave me that option and, they, and I didn't want to take it. I, I love San Diego. This is my home. So they allowed me to fly back and forth from San Diego up to Seattle. And so I was doing that like crazy Monday through Friday, flying up Monday, working, coming back Friday and just not. Well, you racked up those miles. Yeah, I racked up <laughs> so many miles, man. So I was doing that. But also by doing that, you know, they're they're reimbursing the costs for my hotel, for the car rental, for my food. And it allowed me to get really comfortable. Amazon so, really wanted you. They want it. Yeah, they, they, and they take care of me. So, you know, they'll, when I'm up there, all my food is covered, right? So it's so easy. It's so simple to just go to the hotel lobby, you know, grab a couple IPAs, grab some burgers, grab some fries, uh, and sit there and just eat. You know, I don't have the responsibilities of my like family. Like I'm not there to take care of the house. I'm in a hotel. Right. And, so I was doing that and I found myself just doing that like all the time. Right. So I started, you know, just being comfortable, drinking a lot of beer, going to happy hours with, you know, Amazonians. That's what we call them out in Seattle. And 
not really working out much or just kind of here and there. And slowly, like just over time, I started gaining weight, obviously, because I'm, I'm not being active and I'm eating not the best foods and I'm doing it all the time. So You're living, like, just, just living, bro. Just doing that. Right. And what started happening was my circle. I started seeing um, them. So I, I started seeing people in my circle start to battle depression I started seeing anxiety. I started seeing anger outbursts. I started seeing people smoking things all the time, drinking like all the time and just doing. Sounds like a good day so far. (laughs) I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Doing it to the extremes. Yeah. Yeah. To an extreme to where it was becoming problems for a lot of people. And I think rather than looking for other ways to deal with, you know, some of those issues, they're, they're medicating themselves and, and kind of hiding from things. And it, it, I just started noticing it with everybody. And it was just getting like closer to where I was like, this, 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 this path I'm seeing from so many people so close to me with the anger, with the depression, with the anxiety, with, you know, all of these things that if I myself fall down this rabbit hole, I'm the oldest in my family in a lot of ways looked up to, you know, as a leader in the family, uh, that it's going to be a bad deal. And I got two little girls. So I was like, I can't, I can't risk that. Like, there's no way I'm going to allow that to happen. So I was like, I can't go and just talk to talk if myself, I'm not doing my best effort. Right. So I was like, all right, at that same time, Joe Rogan and David Goggins are having podcasts. Goggins is putting out the book. And I really got intrigued by that podcast that I listened to the book. Once I listened to the book and I heard his mindset, his mentality, the benefits of ultra running. um, I had done Ironmans and triathlons like that. So I could relate. You had a background. I had a background. You you didn't just get off the couch one day and say, hey, you know what? I can do this. Yeah, I had a background, but I let it go. Mm -hmm. And what Goggins did for me was reminded me that those those activities don't just stay in working out. They can translate to business, to being a father, to being a husband. You can learn things in these hard, enduring workouts that can go anywhere. So I I bought in to basically his philosophy. Creating better habits. Yeah, discipline, relentlessness, taking the hard route, staying after it, you know, all of those kind of, principles I started to instill in myself to make sure that my mindset was the strongest it could be for my family at that time was my, my reasoning. So this was December at the, maybe the last week of December. And I said, you know what? I heard Goggins tell Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan asked him, he goes, do you take any days off? And he goes, I get after it every day, brother. I said, all right. If he can do it, I can do it. So I literally made a goal that the whole year I will average 10 miles a day. And I don't know why I picked that. Maybe he said it, maybe he didn't, but that's what I said. Walking, jogging, running, Walking, jogging, whatever, running, whatever. And I did it. Riding in a car. No, 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 no. It doesn't it's gotta be on <laughs> feet, brother. Dog. It's gotta be on feet. So I did it, you know? And what I found as I was doing it, you know, the days that I didn't want to do it, I still did it, you know? 
days where my body was hurting, I pushed through it. You know, like I'm a believer in push through pain, but you don't push through injury. So I was never feeling like injured, but I pushed through pain. I would, if I couldn't run, then I'd walk the, the mile is. Uh, I, so it just start. I started taking away those excuses. And then all of a sudden I'm like a couple of months in. And then now I'm like, damn, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm losing weight. Now, what else can I do? Did you alter your diet? Did you alter anything out? You not, not initially. Okay. Uh, it so was, initially it was just, you know what? 10 miles, 10 jump miles. it. Let's and go. So that got me the discipline, the relentlessness, getting rid of excuses. Uh, all it takes is 21 days. Yeah. After that, the yeah. habit is instilled and then it becomes second nature. Your body wants it. Yeah. And I, it felt, yeah. So that's hundred percent true because what I found is especially now, like people go like, isn't that so bad for your knees or, you know, isn't that bad for your body? And heck no. Like now I feel weird if I don't, uh-huh. my knees feel the best they've ever felt. I lost like 50 pounds. My body feels great. I have so much energy that I have business give back, running, my work. I have a, like a lot of projects that I'm pu- pushing through right now or working through all because I truly believe I have the energy and it stemmed from giving myself that task. And I, to this day, now I'm going on the third year. I, it's something that's just, it's, it's a part of me now. How old are you, dude? 38. Married. Married. Children. Two girls. Career. Career. Yeah. Pelo. Yet you still found time to etch out I have for to. this. I have to. Because yeah. this, this became a passion. It became a, a, a way of life for you now. It became a way of life and it became a way uh, to lead by example mm-hmm. to some of these people that I initially mentioned that were having issues. So now they go, oh, wow. Like he's like everything I said, discipline, like all those things, Transformation. Are great train, uh, traits, right? Great attributes to have. So now it, it's not me talking the talk. It's me walking the walk. And thankfully, uh, not everybody. But most of the people in my circle now have seen everything I've done. I've done 100 miles on a treadmill. I did 146, 136 mile um, last person standing. I did a 240 mile race. And what so, is last person standing? What is it? You just keep walking, running <laughs> until somebody just says, yeah, dude, wait, you that, win. That race is a nasty race. Like the race directors are wild. So what it is, is you start. So it. This happened in July of last year, so it was in the pandemic, so it was virtual. So I went on a, on a YouTube and a Zoom, so I had a camera on me live. And what it is is every mile, every 15 minutes, you have to have finished a mile. Okay. And you go again until there's the last person. So it started at 8 a.m. If I finish the mile in 10 minutes, then I have a five-minute break, and then at 8.15, I got to go again. And then you know, if I get an eight-minute mile, then I get a seven-minute break, but then at 8.30, I had to go again. And I did that for like 36 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't remember how many miles I got. I, I can't remember. 136 or 146 miles. Why, fool? <laughs> because I wanted to test That's myself, crazy. Man. That's awesome. I got second place. So I lost to like to one of the top runners. In That's the awesome. And so obviously that just triggered you to, I'm going to do it again. Or I'm going to do more. It just, it just makes you go like, what else can I do? Yeah. Like, where else can I? I didn't break. You know, like, so... What is the next level for me? And I'm in that rabbit hole. What's the next level for yeah. you? What can I do? Like what? It, 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 it's really inspired me to show like we leave, we, all of us, I think, leave so much on the table where we don't realize how badass we are. Like, like I'm not different than anybody, you know, uh, we're all capable of it. No, no doubt. Or at least most of us, you know, 
that we can do some unbelievable stuff when the mind is right. When you get that mindset, and oh, you're I'm a like, big believer in that for sure, man. You're like, uh, you know, maybe I'm not going to go the fastest, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm going to figure out how to get up that mountain. And it might, I might crawl up the mountain, but once you realize that you ain't going to quit and it'll take you crawling, like it just builds confidence. I'm a big believer in writing it down, you know, writing it down, manifesting it, and mm-hmm. then putting in the work to make it happen. Yeah. You know, cause I mean, anybody can create a little vision board and fit. I'm going to be a millionaire yeah. or, or I'm going to do this. I'm going to, it's like, yeah, okay, cool. That's, that's, that's the start. Good start. You, you set a goal. Now, what are you going to do daily to reach that goal? You know? And I believe a lot in that. I believe like things that I've accomplished, I, I write them down. I look at them. I'm like, cool. Oh, today, what am I going to do to get to that level? Boom. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Then you just surround yourself with people who are on board. Surround yourself with people who are in the same boat and paddling the same direction. That is been my biggest lesson learned and thank God for it. So I would say like, you know, maybe three years ago, I was pretty antisocial or, or reserved, you know? And I would say in this last year, um, like, like you said, like, like when we're talking like with these races I'm doing, right? Like it's insane. Right. But there are others that when I tell that to, like, they're like, I'm doing a 200 mile tour and I'm doing this and this and this. And, and rather than it being like crazy, they're like, hell yeah, let's let's do it. Let's go. I'm going with you. I'm going to crew you. What do you need? And then instead of, so, so then the people who were like, that's so bad for you. Why would you do that? I don't get it. No way. Like, uh, like it's just running. Like they don't realize that like it can, uh, uh, go to different facets of life and, and maybe even make fun of you. Like I had a lot of people making fun of me for sure. Um, and then those people kind of filter out. And then now these people that are rocking with you, that are supporting you, that are like, hell yeah. Like you can go, you can go 300 and I got your back. And so, those people, I've labeled them wolf pack, like Perfect. wolves. Um, and so I found that with a community, like you just mentioned, with a group, with a circle that's all pushing each other, that's all encouraging each other, that's all showing love, nothing is impossible. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, just as soon as you said that, man, like light bulbs went Triggered, in my head. For was, sure. Yeah, like was, was I don't think anything that I'm doing is possible without – a crew. You need a squad. You. you need yeah, a team. Yeah, you I need mean, people supporting you. For as sure. much as you believe in yourself, as much as we believe in, in ourselves when we're doing our daily tasks, you can't do it all. Right. You know, you can't touch everything that requires touching and completion. Yeah. And you just got to make sure you have a team with you that can help you with that. And I think yeah. that's the hardest part of doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know, it's, you need people that are motivating you. Yeah. You need to trim the fat. You need to filter out the people who are going to, you know, take you away from your goal. And like and people who are kind of like deviate from like your, your, your set, your mindset, your track, you got to let now, bro. I'm sorry. You know what? I got to do this and you're not helping that right now. So unfortunately I got to let you go right now. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe it'll come back around again in the <laughs> yeah. future, but right now I, I'm focused on this and you are taking away yeah, from that man. focus. And I'm laser focused, man. So we're, the team is productive, man. And I'm so pumped that we met because now the team just grew with your your squad. And I'm ready, vice versa. I'm man. ready. We're going, baby. I mean, I feel bad because right before we met, I, I had a fucking torta, dog. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, this was just making me feel horrible for having a fucking torta. It was a really good torta. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I bet, so I don't feel too bad. Do you, so right now, yeah. you're on the, you, you just showed me a fucking hype video, bro. Yeah. You know, and, and, like, and like I said, I just finished a torta, but I was like, damn. 
I'm going to have to do this. Yeah. I have to look into this. I like your idea of like doing 10 miles a day, you know? Yeah. I'm in for that. I do like, you know, you worked at UPS, bro. Yeah. You currently work at Amazon. You know, you, you put in a lot of a lot of leg work. You put in a lot of walking around, a lot of steps. I want to do that. You know, my yeah. wifey and I, you know, we're at, at the point right now, the kids are getting older. I have three little boys. You know, you had two, you say you have two daughters. We want to do more for them. Yeah. I want to be, I don't want to be that dad that's just going to be there. Do this. Run. I want to be there with them. I want to be running with them by their side, playing outside, playing catch, running, playing soccer, jujitsu, all of the things. And I feel like creating these routines, creating these habits, like you said, it doesn't just end in athletics. You create that mentality, you create that mindset, you create that habit. It it teaches you how to like, oh, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to stop there. No, 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 no. Go. Keep doing more. You, you don't have to stop. One of the biggest lessons I tell my kids is don't run to the finish line. Run through the finish line. If you run through the finish line, that's not the goal. That's just like a checkpoint. Yeah. You know, now what else we got to do? Yep. So we got to just keep going yeah. and keep going. And I feel like implementing that mentality that you have, the 10 miles, it seems daunting at first. You know, you <laughs> say, course. fuck, 10 miles, it's yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Shit, I just had a bottle of Bucanitas yesterday yeah. with my friends. There you go. Fuck it. Let's go. You know, like, I guess that's that's the only way to do it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll say... Uh, Maybe three things. Uh, one is I, I'm a big believer in no finish lines. We never peak. So I love that you tell that to your kids because because uh, it's true. Like life just doesn't stop. Like soon as you kick your feet up, then mm. you're devolving. You know, you're you're not evolving. You're not decomposing, bro. Yeah. You're falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other part that I would say was um, I believe that we're not our age. We are our energy. So by being super active, there's no doubt. Like right now, I feel better than I when I was 21 years old. I can run around with my girls. I could run, outrun my girls, my wife, my dogs, my siblings, all in one day, and, and still, you know, be ready to go. You know, and so that has been a huge benefit that goes beyond the right. And, and I don't mean running literally, but like playing around with them, doing whatever activities they want to do. Your energy level outlasts theirs. You're like the energy bunny, bro. It just, right it just now, <laughs> it's through the roof, bro. So, and then the, the last part um, that I wanted to say when, when you were saying that, what I was thinking about was I learned from Kobe Bryant, who I love. Um, and, and unfortunately, like I learned this after he passed away, when I started seeing like a lot of his films was he taught me how so, so basically he walked me or he, on a, one of his podcasts he did with this guy, Lewis house, he talked about how he, um, after basketball, you know, would go to work. And so he would leave the home and go to the film studio or, or whatever. And I might have this a little wrong, but you'll get that the, the spirit or the idea of what I'm saying. So he started getting a little weight. And what he started to realize was, hey, my girls, because I'm leaving the house, they're not seeing me work. They're not seeing me work hard. They're not seeing what I'm doing. I'm, I am working hard, but they don't see it. So he goes, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. So he goes, I, I, I'm going to wake up every day at 4 a.m. And I'm assuming he had a gym, you know, in the house because Kobe, Kobe Ryan. <laughs> so he had a basketball court gym and he's going, I'm going to invite my daughters to the gym. And, and she came. So he's like, so through my 4 a.m. routine, she's learning discipline. She's learning hard work. She's learning things take time. She's learning, you know, she, we're running through the drills. You know, she's doing all this stuff. And it's, you know, it's really cool because now it's daddy-daughter time. But she's also learning everything that I just said, all of those lessons that can apply to her school, to her life. 
So he found that through training, he could teach life principles. So that's just been like another motivator for me to continue to do what I'm doing. So yes, I do take time away from my family because I'm going in mountains to go train or running the streets around here. But my belief is that when they're growing up, they're going to remember my dad was always running. He was always looking for projects to do to give back to the community. He was thinking these business ideas. And and this year I've started moving forward with some of them and and in the process. So we'll see if they roll different projects like the video I showed you. I'm hoping we get a documentary going later this year. So like I'm hoping that through training, not only is it the fitness for myself, not only is it for the mindset for myself, but it's also a tool that's teaching my kids lessons that can be applied to life. So like I've really like applied this to everything and it's a key component to who I am, to my daily routine that I I showed you in the clip right at the end. I think you said you're going to post it um, right at the end. Like I can't see myself stopping, you know, because I've seen so many benefits from it. That's crazy. It became, it became your new way of life. hundred percent. And you can never deviate from that. I just can't, I can't see it. Like it it will take like probably, uh, you know, like I, to me not being able to physically do it. And then at that point, then I'll, pivot to what You'll I find can do. Yeah. You'll find something like, else. Yeah, like I've learned like you got to go do hard stuff daily, man. So having all of this, yeah, everything you just talked about, all the training and all the running and all the activities and all everything that you've done yeah, have led up to what's about to happen now. <sighs> Correct. So tell us a little bit about what you are planning on doing over the next three months once these races start. So, uh, from just an athletic perspective or from just the athletic, the athletic perspective, then we're going to get into all of the other things. Yeah. So Cause my, you got a lot, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I got energy, so Good. I gotta, I gotta put it to work. And, I feel you. And we got a community. We got to yeah. make better. So I'm glad, like I said, that we connected and we're know. in the same community, my guy. Yeah, so we're going to, we're going to do some stuff we're gonna get <laughs> back to it. So I, I promise you that. Um, so actually this Saturday, so I'm glad we connected, uh, Today as well. So Saturday, I'm going to drive up to Vegas and I'll be staying in Vegas for a week. Um, I have a pretty big challenge uh, next Friday and that's going to be and this is this is going to sound crazy because it is, but it's a rabbit hole I'm in. But there's a two and a half mile loop around this park in my head. I haven't been there, but I envision it. It's like uh, Roar Park or the Benita Golf Course down here. You know, that's like a three mile. Yeah. Yep. I envision this is something like that in a new park in a, in outside of Vegas, basically, you know, I think it's 10 miles from the strip. It's a two and a half mile loop. I'm going to go for 48 hours to see how many loops I can do. El vato. So my goal is to go nonstop, no sleep, 48 hours, suffer fest. And that's ultra racing. That's, that's one form of ultra racing. Yeah. 48 hours, two and a half mile loop. How many times do you think you'll do that loop? So I'm, I'm, I know you have it in your head already. You, you yeah. probably have a goal. Yeah. I want to be somewhere in the 140 to 150. I think that would get me a top 10, top five. How many finish. people are doing this? Uh, I think last I looked maybe 50. Okay. We would probably have to have somebody spot check and like-minded that, folk that, that, that just like weird. pushing their bodies to the limit, pushing the limits, man. Like the, there's something to like, like for sure in the 24 hour mark, you know, maybe I'm at 70 miles, maybe at hundred miles, but definitely around that range every step's going to hurt like heck, you know, body's going to be stiff. Mind is going to be tired. What keeps you going? I'm going to be sleep deprived. 
it's when you when that all happens and you still move forward, it's like another level. You feel like an animal and you just what can stop you? Like if you're literally broken mentally and physically and you're still moving forward, like to me, it's like primal animal stuff. And then everything else in the world just seems like easy stuff. Exactly. Like no problem. I got exactly it. Like, so anything in life, I can always pivot back in, in Moab. I was sleeping on a dirt trail for like 10 minute naps. So I can always pivot back to that in my mindset. This is nothing. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's that it's like, I'm in a bed and I get five hours tonight or I got to drive to Vegas and that's a five hour drive. Well, that's better than the five hour run that I did last week. You know, at least I'm in the car sitting. So it just rebaselines everything for me when I purposely suffer. <laughs> and, and, and maybe that's like an extreme word, but it's the truth. Like every day I'm suffering and then I go into these big challenges, either official races or we do them on our own where we just suffer <laughs> and we get, you know, beat up, but we push through it and we finish. And if we don't finish, at least we try. You tried. That's it. So What's I'm the name bit, of this I'm a, race? I'm a believer in the man in the arena, man. So uh, like, I don't know if you're familiar with that quote, but uh, like it's, I'd rather be in the arena battling, fighting with the wolf pack, with a crew, with you, with the community, taking those W's and L's. And this could be in business or anything. You know, just anything in risk than being in the fans, you know, in the stands being a critic, Yeah, you know? So I'm a big believer. Like right now I just said, I'm hoping 140, 50, like maybe I don't, maybe I fail. Maybe after two hours I'm done, you know, but at least I'm trying. Don't talk about it. Yeah, be about it. At it. least you got up and you went out and that's you did it. it. That's how I roll. So I'm not ashamed to fail. I've learned failure is not the opposite of success. It's a part of it. So uh, I'm comfortable with it. Like everybody fails at some point. Nobody hits it. And then it, it makes it sweeter when you, you know, the comeback's better than the setback. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. What, what was your question about? What's the Vegas? name of this race oh, that you're doing? Jackpot Ultra. Jackpot Ultra. Jackpot Ultra. All right, Yeah. Man. So Jeez. that's the big one. Anybody and, can run it or is it like their prerequisites, like anything else? Uh, so there's um, there's a six-hour version. So how many loops can you do in six hours, 12 hours, 24, 48, and then there's another level of 72 hours. So does this lead to another race? Like, do you do this race, Hector? Like, and I got to do this, and if I finish in the top 10% of this race, it'll unlock a new level for me that I can run this race? Or are you just doing this to train for your, your triple threat challenge that you're going to be doing later on? It's a little of both. It's yeah. a little of... Um, so there's no, like, levels, but, like, maybe confidence. Like, hey, if I go out there and I can literally... I've never been up for 48 hours in a race. I've done 24, and then in Moab, I did maybe 40 hours okay. nonstop moving. So if I could hit that next level. So like to me, this battle that I'm going to put myself in next week is a battle of not only the miles, but how long can I battle sleep deprivation, which is crazy to say, but I want to see what I could do. So yes, I think both regardless, longest I'm able to stay on my feet. It's absolutely going to be helpful for, so I'm, I'm doing something called the triple crown. Oof. So the triple crown what that is, is it's three 200 plus mile races with 29 to 42,000 feet of elevation, uh, you know, distributed in those races. And to put that in context, I think Mount Everest is 29,000 feet. 
So not only are you having to cover over 200 miles, but you're doing it climbing mountains at the equivalent of Mount Everest. And so the first race is called the Bigfoot 200, and that's in August in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, In September, it's called the Tahoe 200, so in Lake Tahoe. And then October is the Moab 240, so that's a 240-miler out in Utah. So that's my big goal. Um, I would say there's been less than 100, maybe even less than 80 or 60 people that have ever completed that because obviously it's tough to just do one 200 miler, but to recover and then go again and not, you know, from a physical and mental standpoint to get through that, um, you know, it's tough. So fuck, I get tired driving 200 miles, bro. No <laughs> right. manches, bro. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. different level. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's all, well, I don't want to say it's all mental, not there, but it's a, it's a lot of it's mental yeah. of the three, which is the one you're not looking forward to the most. I think Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. What separates that from the others? Um, so I heard it's maybe one of the most beautiful, but what separates it um, is that the feedback I've gotten from people who've done it is that you're either going straight up or you're going straight down. And so either scenario is really tough um, to get moving because, you, you know, uh, if you're not familiar with like ultra running or trail running, sometimes going downhill, you might think like, oh, this is going to be easy. But when did my hair? Sometimes, yeah, <laughs> sometimes it's it's just as hard as going up. So that that to me, I think is the one that um, that's going to be pretty challenging. So obviously this brings a lot of attention to you when you're going to be doing these. And in this community that you're involved with, with ultra racing and you, you, you see a lot of athletes, mm-hmm. you get to train with a lot of athletes. Yeah. There's not a lot of you guys doing this, yeah. you know, there's, so there's going to be a lot of focus and attention on what you're doing. Yeah. And you're ultimately using that attention for something good. You were mentioning, you, yeah. you mentioned the wolf pack. You mentioned that you're also working with, with a foundation, with charities. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I was pretty stoked with that. So <clears throat> I've made friends uh, and uh, I've made friends and um, have been getting a lot of support from this gentleman named Mike McKnight, who to me, he's a, a nice, humble dude. So he'll never say it. But to me, he's one of the best ultra runners on the planet. Like he's done some insane feats. Um, and he's, uh, if I got it right, I think the director for racing, uh, I think it's, it's called rods. It's basically uh, racing for orphans with down syndrome. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if it was three, four weeks ago, he invited me to his house, which was epic of him. And then, so I told him, I said, you're crazy enough to invite me. I'm crazy enough to come my man. So we went and we just hit it off, had a great time. Um, and you know, seeing his passion for that organization, um, I have a love for Utah after cause Moab's in Utah and I did a 240 mile race there and that race, that scenery, just everything about it was one other than like my wife, my marriage and my kids being born. Like that might've been the most epic experience of my life. So like, I love Utah now because of that. And Utah is just awesome. Like as far as the trails and the mountains and the outdoor stuff, So knowing that he was out there with that organization, my passion for that state, this other guy reached out about doing a a collab of his brand, which is called Never Defeated with like, I, 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 I'm not really a brand, I guess you could say, but basically there's an Instagram community that I'm a part of and we call ourselves Wolfpack, like, which just basically just is another word for community. So I partnered up with this guy. We made some, some logos, 
put um, some hoodies, some shirts, threw it online like a couple of days ago. And I think uh, we're probably over 2K in sales in like almost 24 hours, a little over 24 hours. With So what was super cool about it was that this guy that I partnered with, when he hit me up, I said, I'm, I'm down for this collab, but I want all my profits to go to charity. Perfect, man. 100%. Like, I don't want to make $1. And he, he was like, I feel the same way. I don't want to make $1. So I was like, this is perfect. So um, I had my relationship with Mike. So I said, I'd love it to give to Mike's charity. So he was like, let's do it. So we designed it and we put it out there. I mean, for, you know, like, you know, I don't have a million followers. So like, for me, that was a huge success. Uh, I learned that like, we might not be able to change the world but we can change the world for one person. Yeah. So if, if out of that $2,000, you know, uh, 800 bucks, 500 bucks, a grand can go to that, that charity and can help one kid, then absolutely. Mission accomplished. hundred percent. Yeah. So I was super pumped with the response and the support I got from social media, specifically Instagram. Um, so I'm looking forward to just doing more things like that. Hopefully I do something with you. Oh, we will, and, man. And Don't the worry. Community here in See, South we're, Bay. We're both from Chula Vista. We're both here from the South Bay. We're both relatively the same age. I mean, we got to do it, baby. Bro, I feel, I feel your energy. You know, I, I know you, you got the same mindset. We're, we're just, just looking at you. I'm like, <laughs> I already know. It's like, damn, it's the way, man. Like you're probably, you're probably never sit still. You probably always have something going yeah, on. Man. And I'm the same way when it yeah. comes to like either with business or, or, or yeah. family or activities and doing a lot of things. Yeah. I also like would, I mean, the COVID, it, it gave me an opportunity to disconnect, bro. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we always dick around and say, oh, you know what? We're athletes. Uh, and you know what? We do more than most. Yeah. But this whole year, like, boom, like I, I felt like I just, com we completely disconnected me and a few of the friends that we roll with. And it's like, no more jujitsu, no more of this, no more of that. Did a little biking and, and started it up. But now it's like, okay, cool. Things are, we're starting to kind of get out of the other side of the tunnel. I want to get get back into it. So, I mean, this conversation with you and just the video that you showed me, man, yeah. and you and what your endeavors are moving forward is like perfect. 10 miles a day. Fuck, let's do that for a month. Let's see what happens. Yeah. You know, maybe. Maybe it's not 10. Maybe, maybe it's five. Yeah, maybe it's five. But yeah. I'm going to just, aside from the normal things that I already do. Yeah. You know, maybe cut a little piece of time out there like for this month, five miles a day. Yeah. Every day. I don't yeah. care how we get there. Yeah. We run, jog, crawl. We're going to get five miles additional yeah. every day. Hell yeah. You know, and then just maybe, maybe that'll help me kind of get back into it because jujitsu is yeah. coming. Yeah. I'm not ready for that, bro. Yeah. You know, you, you do jujitsu. You're sport, yeah. your sport and uh, the nice little jujitsu shirt here from the South Bay. Yeah. I love these guys. Um, There's no kind of cardio that matches what jujitsu cardio is. 100%. You could run, you can cycle, you can play soccer, you can do anything, but Ultimately, when your jujitsu, some 200 pound dude is on top of you and is forcefully not letting you breathe, yeah. it's like, fuck, these, these squats that I was doing in the gym, yeah. they aren't helping me for shit. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it just, that's what I love about jujitsu. You know, that's yeah. but I just like doing athletic shit and I want to get back into that. So thank you for presenting that option. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I like for me, like I'm just a primal dude. Like I, I'm a believer, like as, as much as we can, you know, eat primal food as much as we can get out in nature, the beaches, the mountains, the canyons, the deserts and spend out there. I think the better we will be for ourselves. Like there's absolutely, I, I can't imagine a person going to a top of a mountain looking down and just not having gratitude or appreciation or being like, this is beautiful. This is amazing. Or when you go to the beach, like same thing, like when you're just chilling, you're like, damn, especially here in San Diego, we're like, 
We're spoiled is, here. Yeah, this is epic. We have everything. So, and, and so a part of that to me is, I think we were designed to move. Like we're designed, like running is primal. Fighting, you know, jujitsu, boxing, you know, all of that's primal. So I'm not saying like, let's go, f- you know, fight and beat people up, but fight, train, uh, run, walk, you know, I'm a big fan of enduring activities. So cycling, swimming, like I love all that. Stuff. What's the longest one you've done to date? Of what? Running, cycling, any type of endurance uh, activity. Uh, the Moab 240. So that was the big. Miles. Well, that seems like it's the fucking biggest one that you can do. Uh, yeah. So in next month, uh, there's a race out in Arizona that's going to be 250 miles. Okay. So as far as I'm tracking, that will be the king. And I'm going for that one in 2022. That team already knows. So. Oh, man. So that'll be my 2022 goal. But um, yeah, the 240 miles. Biking, I did 112 during an Ironman Swimming uh, during an Ironman, I did uh, almost like two and a half miles. It was 2.4. So that's crazy. Yeah, man. But that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's all good for the mind. So it's like once you. What kind of diet you do you got to get on, bro? What kind of what kind of like daily intake do you do you work with when when you're training for these or for you daily? Like yeah. what what do you do just to walk around the town? So I just mentioned I, uh, I, I've been partnering with Mike McKnight to me, who's a legend in the game. And I've, you know, if I figured if he's the best, let me learn from him, from him as much as possible. And he's cool enough to take my call. So I love you, Mike. Um, so he's been awesome. And his approach is um, high fat, kind of low carb, um, type of diet, which just basically means just limiting the processed food, the grains. So I stick with a lot of the meat and the veggies. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that's pretty much no flaming hot chiros. No, oh no we got to pass God, on that right now, man. We got, we got big goals to hit. So we you drinking beer right now or anything. Um, no, I don't drink beer, uh, like regularly at all, but on occasion, absolutely. Like Definitely, like uh, I enjoy a good IPA or, um, you know. Things what do like you miss that. the most so, right now that you're in training and you had to probably cut certain vices out? What is it that you like? Oh man, I can't wait for this portion to be done so I can have this. Um, so t- talking with Mike, uh, he gave me some advice that I could. Uh, so it's it's not no carb, right? It's it's reduction of carbs and timing it around the workout. So. Uh, this week I've up my carbs. So like yesterday, just having rice was amazing. Oh man. Like your taco truck outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, like just the tortilla and, and that, whoever oh. that guy is, I, I don't Taco, know the name. Tacos del Vaquero, oh, bro. The, mul- the mulitas. Yes. So maybe when I walk past something like that, that's brutal. Um, obviously like if there's, uh, you know, uh, a group of people and there's a couple of beers. Like, of course I would love to, you know, s- sip on one or whatever, but, um, dedication. Yeah. There's not much else other than that. I mean, like the food, like for me, steak, chicken, you know, pork, t- all that stuff is delicious. So mm-hmm. it's not like too difficult for me to, to stay on that path. Damn bro. Dedication is all it is, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I guess there's no no way around it. What, do, what does wifey think about this, bro? <laughs> this wifey, is a crazy altering of a lifestyle. Yeah, wifey, wifey knows she just she knows that I'm better. Um, I'm better because of it. Like I'm better through the daily grind, through the daily suffer. Like that. 
I come out of my workouts and I can tackle anything. Like I know for a fact when the pandemic hit and we didn't know like what jobs were going to go, what jobs are going to, you know, all of that stuff. Like there's no doubt that, that she was secure that I would figure out anything. And even to this day, I lose my job today. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Like I know how to outwork 95%, 99% of people. You know, I, I know like me and you are not me and you, but like me and somebody are sitting, you know, at the office nine to five, they're like dying maybe at the eighth hour. I could go 24. Let's go more. I I, I could get in like a nasty mindset to where I know for a fact, like, I'm just confident I can find work because you I can tap the competitive into yeah. dog. But it's it's like self-driven. It's not yeah, yeah. like I want I'm going to be that person. Yeah, it's never that. <laughs> it's like it's just like it's in me to fight yesterday me. And in your group and I of I want the, this person next to me to I succeed. Want to, I yeah. want to come with me. That's Let's what I was going to say cuz yeah. in the group of the wolf pack that you roll with, bro, that's probably like Everyone's going for it. 100%. Everyone's like nonstop. Nonstop. Rock and probably stars. not see the last person like, oh, cool. Leave him behind. Let's go. No. Let's go. It's like, no, nah, you know what? We start as a squad. We finish as a squad. 100%. That's that's the mentality. So I literally had, um, uh, was it eight or nine people? We all went out as a race, you know, and I am might be the most experienced runner, or at least had done the longest distances. I finished last and it was because I want to make sure Everyone, everybody else yep. finished and I would gladly go up and down the course if it meant everybody finishes. So hundred percent, I think you're hitting the nail on the head with, with, you know, the team, the team's rock stars, man. Um, and now you wolf pack too. You just don't know it yet. So. Yeah. I go, <laughs> cup, I'm a cup. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little cup. There you go, bro. Yeah. So t- tell me, cause I want to learn how to run, bro. Yeah. I don't know how to run. I play soccer. We'll go train. You know, I do these things, but, I just, wife is like, let's go run. I was like, what, what do you mean? Why, where are we going? Who's chasing us? Yeah. What's at the other yeah. end? It's like, I like walking and I'll throw in yeah. a little sprint hey, in the middle. We, you we know, got mission Charles right in our backyard. We got Mount Miguel, we got Mount Miguel seven miles away. We can go hit it. Oh man. You're convincing me. Let's Fuck. go. I didn't want to meet you, bro. <laughs> I didn't want to meet somebody like you right yeah, now. And I got your phone number. Fuck, I did not want to meet somebody like you that was going to push like, me to get, get done. your ass up. Oh, we got uh, to grind today. Homie, you know I work at UPS. <laughs> I'm already up, dog. I'm ready. That's it. Uh, you Dude, know what? UPS bro? is another grind, man. Yeah. I, I truly believe I did 16 years there and like probably 14 were night, uh, night hours. That was suffering <laughs> and discipline and... I'm sure it played a big role in, in, in shaping the way you think Dude, now. It, it, like it's that place is a grind, but it, it, it created a monster. Real talk. People don't believe me when I tell them that. I was like, why don't you just quit? It's, it's a, yeah, it's this, you don't need that. You can focus more time on your businesses. You can focus more time on, 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 on like uh, on building what you're doing with the foundation. And it's like, you know what, what you don't understand is like, that is helping me, you know, focus on my goals, yeah. focus on what I'm doing. Uh, Cause it's like, fuck. This is hard work. Hell yeah. You know, this is physical labor. You know, we're, we're out here, we're grinding at two in the morning, yeah. at three in the morning. Hell Shit, yeah. when it's peak season, yep. we're out there at 11 yep. p.m. From and 11 p.m. to got, like 10 a.m. You probably got your buddies like just going to bed yeah. from hanging out of town and you're waking up. Bro, you know? I'll be going to work during peak season <laughs> and it's like 11.30 p.m. And yeah. I'll just check my phone and everyone's checking in. Oh, we're at the Manhattan. We're at the Elwood. Yeah. Oh, we're still drinking. I'm like motherfuckers yeah i just woke up from going to sleep at 7 p.m got a four-hour nap so i can get up and go to work so my 
my comparison to that was, uh, I don't know what years it was, but maybe like 21 to 26. Uh, I would live like four or five years in downtown. So all of my friends, like we, you know, and I'd have roommates. And so the the squad would kind of come and go and we'd go out, we'd party and they go out during the week. And like, yeah, same thing. Like I'm literally waking up and they're in the living room partying, you know? And so just the discipline of that, right? Like I could have been calling in sick. I could have sure. been getting hammered and doing all that. And I didn't, I never, I called in sick one time in 16 years and that and was never late. And Pedro, who we talked about at the beginning of this can vouch for me. He would, he, he's a wild dude, but yes, he is. <laughs> he'd be coming in. He's a wolf packer yeah. now. Oh, he's a I see pack. him. I see him I posting out all the time. I was that's like, my bro. he started working out. Yeah. He's Damn. an animal. And he's, he's next level because he, he can, he can without training, like already be at a high level, you know? So I, I, I would love to see him just focus for like a year and see what he crushes. Cause he'd be. He's rock star status. Like, I just want to see him just stay on the grind and see what he does in a year. Cause like just without training, he's a beast, you know? So, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing his journey for sure. Hector, I'm, I'm happy. I met you. I'm looking forward to seeing your journey. Yeah. The triple crown. I want to learn all about that. I'm going to go ahead and post this video so everybody can kind of get a glimpse oh, of yeah. what you're all about. I, I'm hoping you find the right people to connect you to finish this documentary yes. that you guys want to start. Yes. Send us links. We're going to promote whatever we can for you. Use our all of our little social media yeah. power that we have and push you up on there. I appreciate it. Dude, stay in contact, man. Yeah. You've inspired me yeah. to go get a fucking torta <laughs> again. But yeah, <laughs> but after that, oh, man, I'm going to get, I'm going to hit the up. pavement. Now you're going to get the FaceTimes from me at four in the morning. Let's go. Shit. I'll be at work, bro. That's fine. I'll be like, what up, Hector? <laughs> bro. Felicidades on everything that you've done. Appreciate it. Good luck on everything that you're taking on, bro. Stay in touch with us and we'll, we'll, we'll be here. You got new fans with us. Hey, absolutely. And we'll be back and we'll, uh, we'll talk after for sure. Thank you, brother. All right. Thanks, bro. That is a wrap for this episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Give us a shout out at Twitter. We're on there too. And at Facebook, for those of you who still use Facebook, we're on there as well. More importantly, give us a visit at emobrown.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, all of the merch. There's more merch coming as well as access to the Patreon Club. Join in the Emo Brown Social Club. Don't be a stranger. Hop on in there. Join. Submit. Follow. Follow pelo. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Big things are coming. Besito. Hold up, boo. Yeah, right, hammer, what the...